This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. In this special Sunday book review edition of the Daily Compliance News, we are in part two of our two-part series on the finalist, or rather the shortlist for the finalist of the Financial Times Business Book of the Year Award. First up, the man who solved the market, how Jim Simmons launched the quant revolution. Jim Simmons is the greatest moneymaker in modern financial history. No other investor can touch his record. Since 1988, Renaissance's signature medallion fund has generated returns, average returns of 66%. The firm has earned more than $100 billion in profits, and Simmons is worth, or Simons is worth $23 billion. Drawing on unprecedented access to Simmons, Simons, and dozens of current and former employees, the author, a veteran Wall Street Journal investigative reporter, tells the gripping story of how a working-class mathematician and former codebreaker mastered the market. Simons pioneered a data-driven, algorithmic approach that's sweeping the world. As Renaissance became a market force, its executives been influencing the, we- the world beyond finance. Simmons became a major figure in scientific research, education, and liberal politics. Senior executive Robert Mercer is more responsible than anyone else for the Trump presidency, placing Steve Bannon in the campaign and funding Trump's victorious 2016 effort. Mercer also impacted the campaign behind Brexit. The man who solved the market is a portrait of a modern-day Midas who remade markets in his own image but failed to anticipate how his success would impact his firm and the country. It's also the story of what Simon's revolution means for the rest of us. Next up, the third pillar, how markets and the state leave the community behind. Raghuram Rajan, a distinguished University of Chicago professor and former IMF chief economist, Uh, has an unparalleled vantage point into social and economic consequences of globalization and their ultimate effect on our politics. In this book, he offers up a magnificent big picture framework for understanding how three market forces, three forces rather, the state, the markets, and communities interact and why things begin to break down, how we can find our way back to a more secure and stable plane. The third pillar is the title of the community we live in. Economists all too often understand their field is the relationship between market and the state, and they leave squishy social issues for other people. Unfortunately, that's just myopic, as Rajan argues, but more it's dangerous. All economics is really socioeconomics. All markets are embedded in a web of human relations, values, and norms. As he shows throughout history, technological phase shifts have ripped markets from the old webs and led to violent backlashes, what we now call populism. Eventually, a new equilibrium is reached, but it can be ugly and messy if it is done wrong, as it certainly being is done wrong now. And the final offering from the FT, Range, Why Generalists Triumph in a Specialized World by David Epstein. 
Plenty of experts argue that anyone who wants to develop a skill, play an instrument, or lead in their field should start early, focus intensely, and rack up as many hours of deliberate practice as possible. If you dabble or delay, you'll never catch up to the people who got a head start. But a closer look at research on the world's top performers, from professional athletes to Nobel laureates, shows that early specialization is the exception, not the rule. David Epstein examined successful athletes, artists, musicians, and a wide variety of others. He discovered that in most fields, especially those that are complex and unpredictable, generalists, not specialists, are primed to excel. Generalists often find their path late, and they juggle to find interest rather than focusing on one. They're more creative, more agile, and able to make more connections in their, that specialized peers cannot. Provocative, rigorous, and engrossing, range makes the compelling case for actively cultivating inefficiency in your study process going forward. Frequent quitters end up with the most fulfilling careers, the most impactful inventors cross domains rather than deepening in their knowledge in a single area. You will find this book extremely useful and helpful, and I certainly commend it to you. Hope you have enjoyed this two-week exploration of the FT's shortlist for books of the year.